ESPN. Now, live inside the Matt Black Kia Studios, here's Mike Gill. All right, 5 o'clock hour, Sports Bash, checking you home, brought to you by SHM Financial. Are you quickly approaching or in retirement? Don't get overwhelmed. Contact SHM Financial, 800-MONEY-SHM, or visit online at shmfinancial.com. Dot com. Mike and Broads till the top of the hour. The Powder Blue Podcast is on tonight. They'll be talking a lot of Phillies. Frank Close was on with us earlier, and he kind of <laughs> said something that was like, whoa, opening day for the Phillies a week from Friday. Not only that, it seems like you're going to be able to see some of these inter-squad games via social media. Yeah, they're going to start streaming them. The Phillies starting tomorrow, I think. That's exciting, right? It's something. I bet you if uh, NBC Philly put the inter-squad games on TV, they do pretty well. You think they do better than the Philadelphia Union? Yes. Actually, um, I think there are teams that are putting their inter-squad games on TV. I don't know why NBC Philly's not. There's got to be some reason, right? I mean, I, I don't know what that reason would be, but you would think that they thought about this. Well, let's either play a sport or have nothing. Like, there's got to be a reason why they didn't. I would like to know that reason because I'm almost 100% positive. My buddy lives out in Seattle and works out at 710 ESPN in Seattle and was saying that they're airing the games out there. I'm pretty sure it was Seattle that said that they were airing the games. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that there would be squads out there throwing something on TV and I mean, look, people are dying for sports right now. They're so hungry for sports that you can literally throw anything. I mean, look at me. I'm pumped for a 10-30 MLS, MLS soccer game tonight. That's telling you exactly how we feel about needing that sports. You know? Well, let me just give you the schedule coming up on 97.3 ESPN talking about sports. We have opening night, Yankees Nationals on Thursday the 23rd. We've got Braves and Mets on Sunday Night Baseball on the 26th. And then we get into the month of August. We've got Sixers Pacers on the 1st. We've got Flyers Boston on the 2nd. We've got Red Sox Yankees on the 2nd. We've got Sixers Spurs on the 3rd. We've got Sixers Wizards on the 5th. We've got Flyers Capitals on the 6th. We've got Sixers Magic on the 7th. We've got Flyers Lightning on the 9th. We've got Sixers Blazers on the 9th. We've got Cubs Cardinals on the 9th. We've got Sixers Suns on the 11th. We've got Sixers Raptors on the 12th. And we've got Sixers Rockets on the 14th. Flyers playoff round one begins on Tuesday the 11th. And we've got Eagles preseason football on the 20th tentatively scheduled to start on all on 97.3 ESPN. The goosebumps just started coming through me when you said Flyers Capitals, Flyers Lightning. So I want to, I'm glad you brought this up because I saw this on um, Barstool Sports did a tweet. And I had to question this tweet. And I want to get your thoughts on it because they listed the favorite team in each, the most popular team in each state. Did you see this? I did not. All right, most popular team in each state. I have this up now. Don't look. Oh, okay. I won't look at it. I yeah, just you're, uh, I'm, not, I, I'm not asking for the cheats. I, I didn't know that you were coming at me like that. I didn't see. I didn't see. This I just has saw to it. be the biggest fraudulent answers of all time. Well, do you see the source here? I want to know who they polled. Well, it's Barstool, right? So we got to no, put that based in- on data from sports, housing, and recreational tourism statistics. Barstool just put the map up. 
Oh, okay. Well, if they're getting it from somewhere else, then maybe this is a different scenario. Yeah, Barstool wrote, thank you, sports, housing, and recreational tourism stats for the juicy data. Okay, so what, what kind of surprises you here that you want to throw at me? Okay. Uh, number one, the most popular team in each state. In Washington State, who would it be? Now, is this professional sports or is college teams in play? Both. Okay, it's both. In the state of Washington? Yep. Who would it be? Oh, man. All right. I mean, I'm thinking maybe it's West Coast. They have a different vibe when it comes to college sports. What? Well, could it be the Wolf? Well, all right. It's got to be the Seahawks. You would think, right? Right. Or the Mariners. Yeah, I would lean Seahawks more than Mariners, but I get why you would think that. How about a team that doesn't exist anymore? The Supersonics. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Maybe someone answered that just to kind of make a statement. Like, we want basketball back. And so people put that up there in their poll response so they can maybe get a team. I don't know how many people were polled. We'll have to look that up. All right. In Oregon, it was the Trailblazers, okay? There's no brain busters there. Although well, it could you could have been the, the Ducks. Yeah. Could have been the Ducks. What about California? I mean, you got a lot of options in California. Right. I would guess Lakers, but I do think the Dodgers are in play. Dodgers, Lakers, Warriors, Tell me they 49ers. put the Kings. You know who it was? The Kings. The Chargers. No way. You've got to be kidding me. This is why I'm starting to question who really got pulled here. Right? What else is crazy? You know on who that got list? pulled? Your sister's ass. I mean, the yeah. Chargers here? Are you kidding me? The Chargers? Now, is it the Eagles for Philadelphia or Pennsylvania? Well, yeah. Pennsylvania. It's not the Eagles. Steelers? Steelers. Okay. Yeah. Are you okay with that? I mean, there's more people that live in Philly than live in Pittsburgh by far. I'm not okay with it, obviously, because it hurts a bit, but I get it. You know? All right. Give me Jersey. It's going to have to be, well, I was thinking the Giants because they technically play in New Jersey. Well, it doesn't even matter if they technically play. Like, Delaware doesn't have a pro team. Okay, that's fair. I would I would say probably the Giants. All right, you would think the Giants. The Devils. The Devils? You're telling me the Devils are the most popular team in the state of New Jersey? The Rangers are Your more. Your sister's ass again. Right. The Rangers are way more popular in the state of New Jersey than the Devils. How about the Flyers? Yeah, but definitely the Rangers over the Flyers. Okay, how about the Eagles? You're telling me that the Eagles in New Jersey aren't more popular than the Devils? Well, we got to actually take account for how many people live in that central North Jersey part of the state that, yeah, I don't know if it would be the Eagles, technically. Like, don't you think that there might be more New York fans There's in more New people Jersey? that like the Eagles in Cherry Hill than like the Devils in the whole state. You think so? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe they're more passionate in Newark. All right. Delaware was the Eagles. Now, that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Okay. But because of the North Jersey part of things, I think that there's more New York. The Devils makes no sense. But in terms of it not being the Eagles for New Jersey, I think there's way too many New York fans that override the South Jersey area. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but you still can't convince me that there's that many Devils fans that outweigh the amount of Eagles fans that live in South Jersey. That I can agree with. So... That is out the window. Anything else that just kind of blows your mind out there? Um, is Dallas the uh, Cowboys or is it the Dallas Stars? Actually, in the state of Texas. Oh, is it the Longhorns? It is not the Longhorns. It is not the Cowboys. Hmm. So, again, I'm throwing this out the window. Okay, so what is it? The Houston Astros. 
Yeah, there's no way. No. I'm sorry. There is just no way. You're literally limiting the state of Texas to just that one area in Houston when all of those fans are Dallas Cowboys fans? Nope. Not happening. I don't believe it at all. Well, maybe, maybe whoever did this put it out just to get this type of reaction. Here's how I know this thing is the biggest fraud of all time. In Illinois, what do you think it is? Now, I mean, I would say bears. Right? You got bears. You got bulls. You got cubs. I mean, even the Blackhawks are pretty popular out there, right? Yes. They go White Sox. I mean, have you ever met a a White Sox fan? I thought it was going to be the college, you know, like Illinois University. Like, that would have been their number one at this point. The White Sox. The White Sox? Yeah. You couldn't even throw me the Cubs, which I would still debate? No, I think if the Cubs was the answer, you'd say, okay, Cubs. But over the Bears? I Believe me, Bears or Bulls would be my first choices. What's Missouri? Uh, Missouri, it looks like. Is it the Cardinals? Going, um, if, right. How could it not be the Cardinals? What no, is it? They go blues. They go blues? They go blues. Come on. It's yeah. a hockey guy. I don't even take that answer. Right? I mean, they did win the Stanley Cup, but, but still. still. Yeah, it's the Cardinals. They That's what, all they have. Yep. Did we go over the actual state of New York yet? Did we go over there? New York's interesting here because it looks like they broke it down in New York State and then New York City. Because New York State, it has Buffalo Bills. Well, and that's then New so York City. unfair. Yeah, New <laughs> York know? City, they have Yankees. If, if it's one state, you have to stick with the one state. Because if that's the case, if you're breaking down New York State and New York City, then you need to do that with South Jersey and North Jersey. Right, because then all up here in New England, you've got Red Sox up there, and it looks like, uh, you know, what's that? Maine would be Red Sox, and it looks like New Hampshire is Boston, Bruins. And then you got Patriots over here in New Hampshire, and then Patriots over here in Rhode Island, and then Patriots over here in Connecticut. Well, it looks like and, we're, we're and Massachusetts. Some, we're having some texters come in and say that it was a troll job from Barstool Sports because if you read the uh, first letter of each word of the source, it spells something out. This is just from a texter that chimed in here. Wait a second. What is he saying? That this thing is fraud? Yes. But that, that didn't surprise me. I said that from the beginning. we got to check the source. Well, not necessarily. I mean, because some of these are right. Like, in in uh, West Virginia, it's WVU. In Kentucky, it's University of Kentucky. I'm not disagreeing. Alabama, it's Alabama. He's just saying if you if you take the first letter of sports, housing, and recreational tourism statistics, it spells out a word. Okay, I see that word. And he thinks that that makes it Wait, all right. a troll so, job. Okay, so let's see if the sports, housing... And tourism statistics exist. Is that something that exists? I, I have no idea, and I'm afraid to search it because who knows what's going to pop up on Google. Maybe this is a known thing. I knew once we said Barstool Sports so that something had to be in play. But you are right. There are some in here that make sense. The Yankees in New York. The Eagles are on this list. I am now looking. It looks like Delaware. The Eagles are in play. In New England, the Patriots are in play. So it's not right. Like some of these are are accurate. I agree with you on that, but that doesn't mean we're like in Idaho. They have the Vandals. I'm looking at some of these. How the Chargers? The The Chargers Chargers is ridiculous. I don't know. We're gonna have to dig deeper into the whole sports housing and recreational. New Orleans, you got the Pelicans over the Saints. I mean, come on. I I I mean, I don't know if they were literally. So they were basically saying this is uh, uh, a risk. Barstool responded to the original tweet that put it up there and said thank you 
for the juicy data and put the word that look at the first response. I see it. Tweet. It's right there. Thank you for to the sports right. housing and recreational tourism statistics for the juicy data. So the way that I read are, that about ten minutes ago. I, oh, okay. I didn't know that Barstool responded to their own stuff. But I will say this is a troll job. Just like I sniffed it out from the beginning. No pun intended, by the way. I sniffed it out from the beginning. I said, it's Barstool. they got to be doing Something's got to be up with this. Okay, well, I thought, again, when I said, I mean, it sounds the sports housing and recreational tourism stats, that sounds pretty legit, doesn't it? I'm not disagreeing with you. I agree. Yeah, it, it, it does seem legit. And then I'm looking at this. I said, the Seattle Supersonics, you're telling me that they're more popular than the freaking Seahawks? Now, did anything actually pop up when you Googled that or nothing at all? Um, I'm curious if this is like a well-known thing that people use this because of what it spells out. <laughs> it's pretty funny though. But you are right that some of these do make sense. Some Maybe of them. that's how they suck you in, you know? Uh I don't believe that place exists. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. That is so funny. Oh man. The New Jersey Devils. What are you going to do? I mean, there's not one person, not one person who would answer the New Jersey Devils are my favorite team in the state of New Jersey. Not one. There's not. Okay, there's going to be one. There's I'm not, not sure one, there is. You don't think that there's a New Jersey Devils fan in the state of New Jersey? Yeah, I'm not saying there's not a fan. I'm saying that that's not their favorite team. In the state of New Jersey. But there's people like Pete Thompson, Billy Schwein, who love Flyers, right? That hockey's their number one. Okay. There are people who feel that way about the New Jersey Devils. Yeah, I mean, that probably 90s 47. Era, Scott Stevens. Yeah. 40, 47 people? About that. You think so? It's not the, it's not, there's no way that the Devils are the most popular team in the state well i know that but i'm just saying in terms of individual people like there's got to be individual people out there that are fans of the giants and the yankees and the devils but they love hockey the most and the devils are their number one there's believe it or not there's people out yeah, there. yeah but i still would think i would think that there are more people in south jersey that like the flyers than are in north jersey and like the devils that might be right. Because but people in Rangers. North Jersey also like the Rangers. And that's why. That's what comes exactly. And the Islanders. Uh, yeah, I don't think now, do you think there's more Islanders fans than Devils fans? Not on the Jersey side. I would say more Devils fans on the Jersey side like the Devils. The Islander fans are more like the Long Islanders. Right. There are, though, like my roommate in college, he's from Jersey. He's like around Brick. He's a uh, Ranger fan, not a Devil fan. He, yeah, right. No, I, I think like he people, likes the Giants. He likes the Yankees. Rangers. I think a lot of people in the North Jersey area are Rangers. But, fans. like, if you lived in North Jersey, you would say, I have a team. I'm a Devils fan. You wouldn't say, I have a team. I'm a Rangers fan. You have a team in North Jersey. No, they go Rangers. Yeah, I think it's just because. Now, uh, what would you do? I would probably go Rangers. Really? Yeah, I think I would. There's, you live in, my, one of my roommates lived in Creskill, New Jersey, Bergen County. He goes Devils. He goes, Devils. He's Devils. See, I think there's something cool about I know you're not a big MSG guy when it comes to the Knicks, but when it comes to the blue shirts, the Rangers, playing in MSG, I mean, that's a pretty cool environment to be associated with. You ever been to a Devil game? No, but I actually, did I play at the Prudential Center? I think I did once or twice when I was playing high school. I went to a basketball game at that place. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's a nice The, old, the Rock. It's a, yeah, it's a nice it's a You nice ever go to the old Brendan Byrne? No. 
It's where they used to play. Okay. Across nice. from Giants Stadium. Nice stadium. No, piece of crap. I've never been to the Meadowlands. <laughs> I was there for an Army-Navy game. How was that? Uh, uh, the stadium's, the old Giants Stadium was a dump. Right. Yeah. But how was the game itself? I don't remember. I was like 12. You were 12? Yeah. Okay. I thought I mean, we were talking recent times. No, no, no. I haven't played at Giants Stadium in a year. They, you know, the Army-Navy game hasn't been there in a while. Now, we keep getting some texts in saying, you know, it's fake, it's fake, it's people are coming in at us right now. Well, you know, I saw it says, what is the most popular team in your state? And I was like, okay, this is interesting. I clicked on it, and it says, I looked at Jersey, Devils. I said, this is this is a joke. And then I look at Seattle. I started from the West Coast. I said, all right, let me go down the coastline. Seattle Supersonics haven't existed in like 15 years. You can't tell me they're the most popular team. But there are. See, they threw you for a curve on some of these because they put the real answers in some of them. Like in Nebraska, they give you Nebraska University. Well, I think what they did was, you know, they did this to get the type of reaction that we gave out. And people are just getting sucked in and reacting. Going, this is nuts. The hard part is, I don't know what some of these states are. I can't even read them off. No, I'm not. I'm, I was thinking the same exact thing. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm looking at, okay, what what the hell is well, that state? The funny part is, so you got Nevada over there with the with the uh, Vegas, right? Apparently, Alaska, huge Boston Celtics fans. Yeah, let, Alaska's the Celtics, <laughs> well, and you got the Hawaii's you, the Lakers. What team do you like, though, if you're in Alaska? What squad? Seattle. Is that is that what it is? I honestly have no clue. What I would fans... imagine it's the closest state to them is Washington. Do you think that there's or maybe a lot they're, of people, or maybe they're big Vancouver fans? Maybe they're Winnipeg Jet fans or Calgary Flamers. How many people in Alaska you think were just born and like that's the only place they've been is like Alaska? Or do you think a lot of people moved to Alaska and no. then they kind of hang out? There? Most people live in Alaska or from Alaska. So when I my buddy played juniors in Fairbanks, Alaska, yep. loved it. And there's there are sports there. You got the University of Alaska Fairbanks, University of Alaska Anchorage, they got all their sports. I mean, it got some passionate sports fans in Alaska. But he does say that yeah, but there that's are people like, you who know, go there. That's like a, akin to like University of Vermont or Maine. Or New Hampshire. They got passionate at University I'm not of Vermont. Saying they they, don't. The Catamounts. I've I, been there. I'm not saying they don't, but I'm saying it's like such a small like scale. Yeah, I actually like went to a Vermont. Like you're an Fairbanks fan. I mean. Well, right. To us, that sounds silly. But in that atmosphere, an Anchorage fan might come over and be well, like, oh, like, what'd you say over there, guy? That's uh, that's like being uh, North Dakota. <laughs> North Dakota, are we going football? Because I instantly go hockey. Like, what are you talking about with North Dakota? Yeah, like North Dakota anything. Just in general? The university. Right. Like, that's all they have in North Dakota. It's the biggest thing there, but on the grand scheme of things, it's not very big. Right. Even though there, it's humongo. Oh, yeah. North Dakota State, right? I mean, North Dakota versus North Dakota State. Yeah. Isn't that a big matchup? Well, by the way, on this stupid poll, North Dakota was the most popular. In, they couldn't even make up one for North Dakota. They gave them North Dakota State. Well, that's one of the ones. No, that that's just us. North Dakota. That's not... Uh, Carson Wentz. No, that's North Dakota, the ice hockey program where the whole, the head coach uh, Hackstall yeah, used to Davey coach. Hackstall. I go. Oh, you want to go through the hate the face list? Dave Hackstall was on that list. You didn't like Hack. No emotion. The guy's just standing there. Like no hockey coach has an emotion. John Tortorella, yeah, aka John Tortellini. He's the one. You're throwing Hackstall under the bus as if 
He's the outliner here. Elaine Vigneault has some personality. Not on the nights. Lavi. Not behind the, the bench. Lavi. Yeah, but that, Come on. But during the game, Vigneault doesn't even, he doesn't know nothing. See, I don't think you understand. What's a hockey coach do during the game? See, I see that's what that's what I don't think you understand. Because I've had some coaches where, you know, if you're going to watch the whole time on the bench, yeah, there might be some key moments where he shows a little bit more oomph than the other moments, but that little bit of oomph is the difference in some personality. I mean, they do have some personality. I don't think you give them enough credit. Barry Trotz? Come on! You're telling me that guy doesn't have some some juice behind the bench? Of course. Of course they do. That's ridiculous. You don't understand. You don't understand. I, okay, I'm saying, what is the coach on game day? What is he? What's he doing? To get the boys fired up with some passion? Well, like we say a lot, like the NBA coach, we think the fans are too critical of the NBA coach. So what does the NHL coach do? On game day, how much of a hand does he have in a win-loss in the game? I think it's big with um, setting the right lineups, right? So Much like an NBA coach. Yes, yes, you're making sure the players, but it's more on-the-fly stuff. So I think it's more of the adjustment. So... You know, if things aren't working with a certain line, in the second period, Elaine Vigneault might switch up the lines and put Konechny with Giroux and someone else and maybe mess up some lines mid-game. And then that was the extra juice that the team needed. And you see that a lot. A lot of coaches now will change the lines mid-game, and I think that's something that's big. We saw Laviolette use the timeout in certain spots, which was huge, right? I mean, the D pairing, it's more about setting the line, but... There's also, if, for example, if they're running a 1-2-2-4 check and they realize after the first period, hey, maybe we should switch it up to a 2-1-2, then you change the 4 check up, and that gives the team a little bit of uh, some spark. Mm. Uh, this guy says, I had a teacher in high school from Alaska. She said everyone just kind of picks a team. They're not really an extension of the Seattle market. Right, I would think that's how it kind of is. You just grew up, and you would think that they're probably Yankees fans, Lakers fans, Celtics fans, like bigger organizations. I doubt someone's sitting there going, you know, I'm a big Kansas City Royals fan in Alaska at all teams. Yeah, I love the Royals. Yeah, I would agree that most of the Alaska people are just randos. Yeah, you might get that. Yeah, I like Duke for college basketball. I like Yankees for baseball. I'm a... Uh, you know, I'm a Lakers fan. That's what you're going to get. You're going to get one of those guys. Now, uh, if you live in Anchorage, like, how far are you from, like, Edmonton? That's a great question. I don't uh, have you're, that you're, at the top of my mind. Jeez, you're 35 hours. Well, Why did I think that would be a lot closer? No clue. Why is... Holy bleep. <laughs> how long... Wait a second. This can't be the right... Uh, this must be walking. No, it's driving. That's why. Walking. If you drove there. Now, what's the flight? Well, if it's probably, I don't know. Still, a 35-hour drive is way longer than I thought. Sure, yeah, I guess it's longer. Holy manoli. Yeah, my buddy was saying that he would, at times, when it was the wintertime in Alaska, he would go to the rink at, like, 9 a.m. He would It would be dark out. He would leave the rink when practice was over and they were done showering and having off ice, and it would be pitch black again, and he missed all the sunlight that was possible for the day. <laughs> yeah, they got crazy things. But I didn't realize that Alaska was, th well, it's out there. It's way out there. It's so out there. It has no business being in this country. <laughs> <laughs> 35-hour drive to get to Edmonton. 
Now that's why you got to appreciate being able to go down to the stadiums, go to oh these games. God. I mean, if you're if you're living in Alaska, you don't have the luxury of going to the link for an What's Eagles game. What's the northernmost hockey team in Canada? I'm trying. I figured it was Edmonton. I don't yeah, know. I mean, is it Winnipeg? Calgary? Uh, no, I don't think Win. I don't think Manitoba is up to that level when it comes to. Well, yeah, I don't think it's that high. I don't think Manitoba and well, and, Vancouver's and British Columbia is connected to, but. Now, I do know that 90% of Canadians live an hour from an hour drive from the United States. 90% of people in Canada live one hour from the U.S. border. So I can understand. I didn't realize, though, it took 35 hours to drive through the direct parts of Canada where nobody lives. Well, good thing we're never going to have to do Holy, that. I'm like thinking, oh, you got a nice four-hour drive from Canada, uh, from Alaska down to Canada. I mean, it's right there. No, little did I know that it was a 35-hour drive. Like, if you're driving through the Yukon uh, or the Northwest Territories up there, first off, your car's going to freeze. Well, if you drive 35 hours towards the West Coast from here, how far do you think that gets you? I from honestly have no idea. here to the West Coast? Yeah, if you're just, like, if driving. If you just drove 30, 30, uh, 35 straight hours without stopping. Right. Now, my girlfriend's brother just drove from Virginia to L.A., and he did 13 hours, 13 hours, and 13 hours. That's not a bad gig. Now, you probably hated that. I would, didn't would, drive. would hate the you thought of it. You know what's funny? It. Todd Rank Happy Hour Fridays will be on. So my girlfriend says, oh, my brother just moved to so-and-so. So I said to Todd, how far do you live from so-and-so? He says 1.0 miles. No way. Yeah, so my brother, uh, my sister, my girlfriend's brother lives one mile from Todd Rank. They're probably swiping on Tinder together. Oh, he's married. Oh, okay. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, but I was like, what are the chances? What a small world. My college roommate now lives a mile from my girlfriend's brother, and they live 3,000 miles from us. Especially in the state of California. Like, you would not think that it would be one mile. You, I thought you were going to say something crazy like, oh, yeah, it's like a seven-hour drive because California is so big that you could be driving so long and yeah. still be in the same state. I thought so, too. I was like, ah, there's no way. They're a mile. I gave him the address. He says, I live one Point zero miles from that address. Now, Vancouver is right on the border. Calgary seems to be a little further. Edmonton's even further north from Calgary. I don't, I don't, so. I love this text. Gil said walking when he saw 35 hours and he put like a hand to the face emoji. Obviously didn't major in geography at West Virginia. Did you think that Edmonton was 35-hour drive away from Anchor, uh, Anchorage, Alaska? I did not, but walking. So that guy can go yeah. smoke something. <laughs> but, but walking 35 hours, well, I mean, that's Well, because I thought the drive too. would be about three to four hours. You thought it was that close. Yeah. Oh, I Here thought. Here comes Josh. I thought for Red sure hot. the drive from Anchorage, Alaska to that area of Canada would be like five, six hours. Look, this guy's a bozo texted in. Here's why. Bozo. Because when you look at a map, you don't understand that the dimensions of a map are not the scale. So if you look at a map, you don't understand that the length of the Canadian area is actually not as large as it would be to scale in reality. They make the map so it fits on the darn wall. So if you're going to sit there and act like that we don't know because we don't know geography, well, you don't know how the scale of a map works. How about that? Wow. Wow. What are we doing here today? Yeah, I wasn't Gosh. even. I wasn't all that um, insulted by this gentleman's comment. Well, you know what? Josh has your back. Yeah. You don't got to worry about that. Now, let me ask you. 
Did you feel that a drive from Anchorage to Cal or Edmonton would be 35 hours? If I were to say to you, estimate a drive from Anchorage, Alaska to Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, what would your answer be? Probably like 31. <laughs> Couldn't even get it out. <laughs> no, you'd say what? Six, 10 at the most? Probably in that 10 to 12 range, maybe. Yeah, so I would say, all right, if you're driving 10, you're walking 35. <laughs> the PTG. 97.3 ESPN. All right, uh, let's bring in the PT Tuesday with Thompson, brought to you by Cape May County, the top-rated beaches, ample space to spread out in Cape May County. You can enjoy fine dining, shopping, hiking trails, and more. Make some memories just down the road in Cape May. For more information, visit online escape to the jerseycape.com. Now, this guy said he drove one time from Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, to Upper Township, 38 and a half hours. Got, he got far. How about that? Is, that a, one, is that a one-shot ride? You can't do that. No, you can't do that unless you have someone driving when you sleep and then you kind of keep switching off. But that's no fun. Yeah. Uh, according to the English Walking Man Calculator, a 35-hour walk would get you about 1,000 mile, 100 miles distance. So that's like the Delaware River to the shore. So according to Gill, thousands of people would be driving to Alaska every day on the beach. That's funny. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I find that hard, though. A 35-hour walk is only going to get you 100 miles. Hmm. I'm not going to argue with him. Quite frankly, I don't care. So you're the bozo. How about that? They don't teach us that at West Virginia. They teach us real stuff. Like what? Had a party? Yep. That's had right. to lose? Number one in the country. Basketball games? Every year I was there, number one in the country. What was that guy doing? Well, he was learning geography, obviously. Yep, that got him a lot. For of this him. moment. He was waiting for this moment. PT, <laughs> how far is a drive from Alaska, Anchorage, Alaska, to Edmonton, Alberta, Canada? What would you estimate? Uh, Anchorage, Alaska, to Edmonton, Alberta. So you're going west to Edmonton, which is still west, but uh, above Edmonton County. I don't know, like what? Three thousand miles, maybe. What's the how long of a drive? I said, like oh, hours. How long of a drive? Uh, sorry, uh, of course I didn't listen to the questions. Six hours, maybe. Six. Something like that. Six hours. Yeah, that's what sure. I said. About six to ten. They don't have like things that you could hook this up, like where you type in Edmonton. To... Yes, I know the answer to the question. I wanted oh, to. I see... know. I know. That's why I asked you. You obviously don't know because your answer was the same as mine. So I t put it in. We were trying to figure out what teams in Alaska they would be fans of. And I said, oh, they could probably make a drive to like a game in Edmonton or something. Well, then I plugged it in. You know how far the drive is? How long it takes? 35 hours. 35 <laughs> hours. So when I plugged it in, I said, this has to be the walking. Like when you put the thing in, like how long it would take you to walk from there? Because I figured the drive was about six hours or so. I mean, the, the thing is, is that you... You go from Anchorage, and then you make that right turn back down, you know, toward the lower, and, you know, who knows how many moose and elk and caribou you have to avoid, and, you know, you got to <laughs> just can only imagine 35 hours. You okay, well, to put it in perspective here, Boston is about six hours from here, right? From here. Yeah, five hours and 30 minutes drive. If you're going to walk that, it will take four days and 22 hours. <laughs> so way off on the 35-hour walk. I'm not debating that. I'm not debating that I'm way off on that. 
But again, when it said 35 hours, I was going off the premise that the drive was about six hours. Right. Yeah. Except you were, you know, a couple days short right on the walk. That's all. Yeah, right. Only a couple seven days. times off. Yeah. Quite frankly, I don't care if how off I was on how far it would take you to walk from Alaska to Edmonton. Well, you should be. PT, how you feeling? I'm good, guys. Uh, you know, the funny thing, just to wrap up this with a bow, is that you know, there's British Columbia before you get to Alberta. So you, you think of Edmonton as being far out there, but that's because we're East Coasters. You know, Edmonton's the second province over. I mean, if you went up from Kalispell, Montana, straight up, you might get to Edmonton. You know what I mean? If you went up from Boise, Idaho, straight up, you'd, you'd hit Edmonton. That's how far out it is. Yeah, we're aware. That's why we were talking about them being fans or people in Alaska being fans of those potential teams because they're so far west in Canada. I just want them to play. I just, just play. PT, just did you see play. the did you see the quote today from Carter Hart? This made me want to run through a brick wall. No, please enlighten me. Okay. I, I know they're back practicing. Please tell me what he said. Carter Hart on his first Stanley Cup playoff run. I've been waiting for this for my whole life. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, how about that? I just think it's the juices going, just thinking a cat a hat. Very, very much goosebumps for me. I mean, uh, look, I think this is going to be, you know, it's anybody's ball game the way the, the hockey restart is. Uh, all the players that were, you know, with the exception of Nolan Patrick, everybody's going to be able to be back. Everybody's going to be able to contribute. And, uh, you know, when, when you have too many players, when it's like, Oh, gee, do we go with Joel Farabee or do we go with JVR or who, who do we put? You know, that's a great problem to have. If you have too many guys, you know, I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, uh, what about Jason Peters coming back today and most likely to play one of the guard spots? Yeah. You know, first of all, thank you for breaking that news to me when I was in the doctor's office for my follow-up appointment. Got a clean bill of health, boys. I'm back and you're stuck with me for hopefully a long, long time. But, uh, you know, the whole the whole issue about – can he play guard? And, and and it's not that easy. And I, I heard some of the sound when I was in the car throughout the day of different people that have talked about, you know, and we know from experience last year that there was a player that uh, they asked him to move a position and it was like, you know, he was an alien all of a sudden. He, he was The whole thing was foreign to him. I look at it like this. You're not going to get anybody better football-wise. Like, you don't have to teach him the playbook. You don't have to teach him the plays. You don't even really have to teach him, like, this play goes this way and this play goes this way. And he's got Lane Johnson right next to him to sort of one-two, you know, let's just sort of like bumper car together and we'll figure this out together. And to me, you know, can he – will his health hold up? I mean, that's the thing. Everybody says, is he going to be able to play a full season? I just think he's the best option available at this point. And you plug him in there and let – I mean, that's – you let him focus – just on the differences and try to hopefully he gets up to speed as quick as possible. Look, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame no matter what. Let's just hope that some of that Hall of Fame talent comes with the fact that he can actually learn another position. All right, uh, and then we move over to the Sixers, where Brett Brown said yesterday that Ben Simmons is moving to the four and Shake Milton will be the new point guard. I'm pretty excited about this. I mean, I'm excited, and yet I'm a little trepidatious like in the fact that you know, the number one thing that we've always knocked Ben on is his, he doesn't want to attack the rim. Well, uh, if you're in that position, you're going to have to attack the rim at times. And I just, look, matchup-wise, it's a nightmare for other teams. You know, a six foot ten forward down there on the low block, and 
You put him and Embiid together. I mean, it's it's to me the the whole reason that this hasn't happened sooner is twofold. One, Simmons was sort of hesitant to be that rim attacker, and two, they didn't have everybody they trusted the Rock with. And Shake Milton looks good when they had him, and he continues to look good, and they feel like that that's a wonderful, I mean, way to flip the script a little bit. I mean, it's sports at any sport is all about mismatches and six ten Ben Simmons on whoever the hell's trying to guard him is a mismatch. Yeah, I'm definitely super intrigued by it. I guess the only thing that I'm a little concerned with and Mark Jackson, who would join our show earlier, seemed to not be that skeptical about it is if Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are both down low, what does that mean for Joel Embiid? Because nowadays, the stretch four, it kind of keeps you outside on the perimeter, and that would allow Joel Embiid to start doing some damage. So how do you keep these two down low together and it not mess up Joel Embiid's spacing? Yeah, the spacing is an interesting thing, and if my Temple alum and shares the same birthday as me, Mark Jackson, says it isn't a problem, well, then I'll buy that for a dollar. But I look at it like this, like just from what I've been reading, the quotes that I've been reading, and maybe a little bit of the attitude that I've been seeing, are guys, are we maybe seeing a a little bit of a different Ben Simmons? I mean, you know, this is a guy to me that always, you know, had an incredible desire to win. He just had a little bit of reticence to do some of the things that it took. So, you know, I I think that they'll work that out. Like, uh, look, Brett Brown, that's why we're paying you the big money, buddy. You figure out the spacing. You keep everybody happy. And Bede's always going to be happy as long as he's in the game. The only time I see Bede unhappy is when he's not playing. What's the longest drive you ever made straight through, PT? Straight through. I mean, I've done the Florida trip. What's that, nine hours? Like when you, you start in Philly and end up in you know, you're going right down 95 with the rest of the yahoos and seeing all the signs for south of the border and all that stuff. Uh, I've driven, we drove from Scottsbluff, Nebraska to Phoenix. I don't, I got to look up how long that was. And boy, that's some desolate earth when you're driving there. I mean, I think if, if you can drive across the state of Nebraska and you can drive across the state of Kansas, you can drive anywhere. All right. Uh, Pete Thompson, of course, uh, glad you're feeling better. And Tuesday with Thompson is back. Tuesdays will never be the same. boy, buddy. Can't wait. You and me, me and you. Hunter, you too. Can't wait. I uh, got this text message. Said This guy said he drove from Seattle, Washington to Mays Landing. Only stopped for gas with my dad. Picked up alpacas in Washington State. Was the alpaca in the car with him? I don't know. It's a great question. Also drove from Miami the day after the Eagles lost to the Dolphins straight through to Vineland. 39 hours for the Washington run. 18-hour run for the Miami run. Wow. I'm trying to think my farthest drive, but does it count if I'm on a bus with the boys going to a hockey uh you know, a hockey weekend? Sure. I'm not driving it though. Is that different? Mm. You know? Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh we've got the five to wrap it all up next. Wake up weekday morning. All right, 10 to the top of the hour. we got the five questions to get ready to wrap up a Tuesday show. got the Powder Blue Podcast. Going to talk a lot of Phillies up at uh, 6 o'clock tonight. What do we got? All right, a lot of West Virginia slander over the last couple minutes. So was there ever a college class at West Virginia where you were like, holy hell, I got to get out of this one? Because I had a philosophy class that I lasted two classes. No way in hell was I ever sitting through that again. It's funny you mention that because, like, um, I was talking about this this morning, like, I had, like, Geology 101. The most boring class of all time. I'm sitting there listening to a guy wearing, like, khakis, you know, trail boots, 
flannel shirt, glasses, beard, fuzzy white hair. Talk about rocks. But boring isn't the same as like, I'm listening to this philosophy class and I am lost. Like, I am just, wow, what is this guy saying? Like, I can go through a class that is boring, but I can just easily get through it. Philosophy, I was literally not even following a lick. No. Uh, economics would be in that. Okay. Yeah. So, economics. Economics. Um... Hmm. All right. If you had to guess, and I looked this up, how long would it take to drive from Montreal to Montana? If I looked it up? Or no, you... I, I looked it up you already, did. so I know the answer. Okay. I just want to see if you're close. Montreal, Alberta is uh, over there uh, by Vermont. And you're going to Montana, about 35 hours. 29. You're pretty close, though. Pretty close. 29 hours. Um, if you could have tonight, tonight we're talking a game, an Eagles regular season game, Sixers playoffs, Flyers playoffs, or a Phillies regular season game, which one would you go? Just kind of where we are now in the sports world. Uh, I go Sixers playoffs. Sixers playoffs. That's what I'm most amped up for, I think, the most right now. All right, Sixers what your s- playoffs. Your second choice. Well, what? I go Flyers playoffs. Okay. Over the Eagles, Eagles regular, regular season. season. Okay. Yeah, it's, Phillies are last. I, I can see why that is with the current situation, but I feel like there's people out there who would go Eagles regular season over that Flyers playoff game. No, I can wait for the Eagles regular season. You know why? Because it's still I'm still in the same waiting period. Nothing's been altered. Okay. You know, I haven't been without football. I would have been without football anyway. Right. There's no football now. Well, that's fair. Okay. I so can, my I can deal with that. brain is telling me you're still on football hiatus. Yes, your whole body clock tells you there's no football. Yeah, so I'm not jo- jonesing for football yet. But how cool would it be if tonight you headed home and you were able to sit down and watch a an Eagles-Giants game, an Eagles-Cowboys game? Tonight. Wouldn't feel the same in this weather. It's 95 freaking degrees outside. So right now you're telling me the weather's going to throw you off a little bit? Yeah, you want to watch a football game with ball sweat? Sure. Nah. Love ball sweat. (laughs) Would you... Would you watch one of these inter-squad Phillies games on TV? Yeah, I might. Now that would be on background noise over MLS. Background noise. Well, I mean, I'm going... Phillies inner squad definitely over MLS background noise, no doubt. I didn't think that you were pro anti or pro pro background noise. I'm all over the place now after that ball sweat comment. I can't get it out of here. You brought it up. I mean, this is all on you. Um, inner squad games, yeah. Like when Bre- when Bryce Harper signed with the Phillies, I turned it tuned in to watch that. Exhibition game. Oh, me too. The first at bat. Yeah, absolutely. I was even at. And then the, after uh, that, it turned into background. Okay, I was at opening day that day. I remember watching him In walk. Clear order. No, no, no. The actual opening day, the first day that Bryce Harper wasn't down, he was walking up to the plate. It was unbelievable. Last one here. Are you going to start anything after Homeland? I'm. I'm trying to. Yeah, we're we're doing a little research on what to watch. I said I need something that we can get through in about two weeks. You can definitely find something. I know Josh gave me something. We're, we're, I don't know if I want to watch something that's so similar to Homeland again, though. We just watched The Americans, which was a spy-based show. Homeland, spy-based show. Josh is giving me this one with Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, it's presidential. I'm kind of, uh, you know. Is there? I, a I don't genre? need anything else depressing me about how everything's being run right now. 
is there a genre that you're looking forward to looking at at all? You know, like a comedy, a more serious show? Or you just kind of, you're open-minded? I'm open-minded to something that will just kind of like, hey, two weeks you can get through this. It's a good, like, three-seasoner. Oh, a three-seasoner. Well, the one that Josh gave me is three seasons. Now, are you out on grinding through Seinfeld? My girl's not going to watch Seinfeld with me. No. Nah, she, she just doesn't get it. I, my fiance does not get it either. She's like, why is this funny? I don't understand. But yet she loves, not loves, but she can totally get behind Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, she'll watch Curb, but she's not like, oh, are we watching Curb tonight? Not like that. Curb has to be one of the funniest shows ever. Today was a funny show. It was something. I'll tell you that. If you missed it, go listen to the podcast. Download it. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Just search the Sports Bash, and you'll find it wherever you listen to podcasts. And I would start it right around the 5 o'clock hour. You might uh, enjoy yourself. All right, tomorrow, Jason Fitz, Jeff Bosher. Somebody is calling me at this time. I mean, who would call me right now? Why would you do that? They probably think it ends at 6. They don't realize that there's a commercial. Not 6 yet. But I know that. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah.